Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world. I'm so excited you've tuned into Soul H2O Radio for episode 40. On today's show, we're talking about the number 40 and how super significant it is in the Bible and still in our lives today. This week features an interview with artist, firefighter, author, and my hubby, Todd Stahl, as he shares how the number 40 has significantly impacted his life three times. If you didn't get to watch the Soul H2O Anniversary Facebook Live this week, you still can. I shared a little refreshing and announced the winners of the anniversary contests. Becky of Hamilton, Ontario was over the moon excited to hear she won the glow box. Leah of Burlington, Ontario, Wendy of Ennismore, Ontario, Tariella of Calgary, Alberta, and Donna, who listens in from New Lenox, Illinois, will all receive signed copies of the Soul H2O devotional book. Congratulations to all our winners. Downloadable Soul H2O journal pages help you dive deep into the teaching segment to quench your spiritual thirst. They can be found on today's show notes at soulh2o.com slash 40, along with the information about Todd, Take the 40 Day Challenge, and a list of 10 Seasons of 40 mentioned in the Bible. There's just so much to talk about. Let's dive in to today's Soul H2O Devotion. Turning 40 was a big deal for me. Friends and family planned a massive party on the weekend before my actual birthday, which happened on a Monday, Monday, March 10th, when Bon Jovi performed in Toronto just for my 40th birthday. Okay, maybe not because it was just my birthday, but a girl can dream. The concert was amazing, but back to the party. That Saturday of my party, the snow began to fall normal for March here in Canada. My friend was taking me out for the day, going to brunch, shopping, getting a pedicure and manicure as my birthday gift. But the light snow got heavier and heavier and heavier as time passed along. I had already figured out that they were throwing me a party and she was supposed to keep me busy all day for them to get things ready. So I was going along with the program, but it just kept getting crazier. At each venue, her big truck was sliding in the snow. We almost didn't make it out of the mall parking lot to the nail spa place. I kept going back and forth in my mind if I should just say, it's okay, we can go home. I'm sure you need to cancel the party, but I didn't, and I'm glad I didn't. When she pulled into our church parking lot, slipping and sliding, I was shocked at all the cars. People had driven in from all over, literally risking life and limb in one of the most worst snowstorms I have ever experienced to celebrate my aging. I felt loved, appreciated, and special. Kind of like how I felt during the Soul H2O anniversary celebration weeks, but more intensely. 40 was a big deal, and I'll never forget it. The number 40 is a big deal in the Bible, and no one's life is earmarked more by the number 40 than Moses' life. This guy experienced three sets of 40-year periods in his life and three pivotal 40-day sojourns that marked major points in his spiritual life and the spiritual life of the people God called him to lead, the people from the nation of Israel. 
To top off that grouping of double 40s, the story of how God used Moses as a deliverer is mostly recorded in the book of Exodus, and that has 40 chapters. I know, this seems a little over the top, but it's true, truly amazing. Some historians and theologians question whether the Bible is meaning an actual 40 days or years in many of the cases in the Bible. It's been said that the number 40 could be representative of a large, approximate number, similar to us saying, like, I have umpteen pairs of shoes, which I do. Regardless of whether the number 40 recorded is exact or a representative, is still a significant number that is used to draw attention. Laura Harris Smith's book, Seeing the Voice of God, explains how prophetically the number four is understood to represent seasons as Genesis 1, 19 to 20 records, and how the fourth day God created the sun, moon, and stars to mark the seasons. And in Judaism, numbers are a big deal and often used not as exact numbers, but to emphasize messages. When I look at Moses' life, I see some common themes as significant that they influence these 40 epochs of time held in his life. I see them in his life, in the lives of others, and in mine. I'm hoping you'll see them in yours as you listen. Let's take a look at Moses' 40 epochs and see how we might experience these seasons in our own lives. The first 40-year season that Moses experienced was a time of preparation. To understand this, you need to remember the situation surrounding Moses' birth. You can read all about it in Exodus 1 and 2. But even before Moses was born, the birth of a deliverer was prophesied about. The enslaving Egyptian monarchy saw the blessing of the Israelites and feared their revolt. In order to guard themselves from losing their slave labor force, the Pharaoh issued a decree to annihilate all baby boys at birth in Exodus 1 verse 22. The book of Exodus opens up with this sad state of affairs and tells of this only God could make happen story of how a Jewish mother of young children was able to hide her infant boy for three months. When she knew she could hide him no more, she placed him in a floating basket to hide him in the Nile River. Miraculously, Pharaoh's daughter found him and took pity on him. She brought him into the royal residence and raised Moses as her own. For the first 40 years of Moses' life, God placed him in the royal palace as a time of preparation. I mean, where else could Moses learn how to lead a nation than in the home of a reigning monarch? It is believed that Moses was actually being groomed for leadership while being raised as the son of Pharaoh's daughter. God was preparing Moses for his calling on his life to be God's boots on the ground for the deliverance of his people. But sadly, Moses' anger got the best of him. And in trying to do the right thing for his people the wrong way, Moses killed an abusive man. The second 40-year season Moses experienced was a time of purification. After miserably failing his first leadership test, Moses runs away into the Midian desert and lives there for 40 years. All would seem lost for this man of promise, but God is God and he has a way of turning things around for our good and his glory. 
In this hard and difficult desert experience, God purified Moses' heart. He led Moses to meet his beautiful wife and became son-in-law to Jethro, one of the wisest leaders everywhere. Moses' time in the desert ended with a God encounter like no other. While living as a farmer in complete obscurity in a place the Bible calls the backside of the desert, I don't know, have you ever been there? I for sure have. Well, it was in this dry and difficult desert place where Moses saw a burning bush and heard God's call to help it lead his people out of slavery, to which Moses gave God a bunch of reasons why he couldn't do it and how he didn't qualify for the job. In Exodus 3, you get a window in on the conversation between God and Moses. It's interesting how a much younger Moses thought he was ready before his time. But a refined Moses recognized his weakness and was at the right place of humility to be used by God. In the third and last 40-year season of Moses' life, he experienced a time of purpose. After Moses' burning bush God encounter, he packed up the family and headed back to Egypt with a plan of action from God that maybe left out a few important details. He's kind of sneaky like that, you know, revealing to you the promise, the end result, but not showing you the minefield you have to walk through on the journey to your promise. Moses was called to lead in the most difficult of circumstances over and over. The battles were constant, often up against insurmountable odds. And yet when Moses would bring the problems before the Lord, miracles would happen and problems were solved. I know that Moses made some mistakes that cost him dearly, but God was true to his promise made with the nation of Israel. Moses fulfilled his purpose in leading the nation out of Egypt, out of slavery. We know he was an exemplary leader because he passed the leadership mantle onto Joshua with excellence. It's a really tricky relay race transfer that most organizations don't do well because often people in leadership struggle with pride and don't want to see their replacement reach higher levels of success than they did. But a true leader cares more about the people and the promise than the position. The 40th chapter of Exodus ends with a description of how Moses led the people of God to follow God, which produced the glory of God in their midst. The purpose of our lives is achieved when our life brings glory to God. During this third and last season of 40 in Moses' life, he dedicated 40 days to committed time with God on Mount Sinai on three different occasions. During these times, God met with Moses and it so infused him that he actually glowed from the experience. Think I'm crazy? Well, you can read all about it in Exodus 34 verses 29 to 35. It's during these three 40-day seasons with God on Mount Sinai that Moses experienced times of personal spiritual growth and led the nation of Israel into a deep surrender towards the call of God on their lives to reach the promised land. So much so that when Joshua let the people know it was time to cross over into the promised land, they didn't ignore him. They didn't complain and say, ah, that's never going to happen. Moses talked about it for decades and it never happened. No, 
It didn't happen that way. Moses instilled such a faith in God's plans panning out that even when he didn't get to see the ultimate fulfillment of the promise, they knew, the people knew, the promise maker could be trusted. People have been setting aside time for God throughout the Bible, in history and today. You can read of people taking Nazarite vows and other voluntary times of a commitment to slow down, pray, sit quietly, hear from God, and spend time in His Word. Moses, Elijah, David, and Jesus all took time away like this. Today, churches corporately do this through the celebration of Lent, Advent, or calls to fast and pray. Individuals can set aside time to be with God. I know I couldn't fulfill my purpose without these times away with God. You need to fill up to flow out. It's time for you to experience a 40-day season with God. Make it happen, and I promise you won't regret it. The communities, churches, and businesses that we love were built on a foundation of perseverance and on the backs of those who worked together. Because when we work together, we all go further. Right now, for a limited time, Joy Radio campaigns go further too. Call Patricia at 905-845-2821 and find out how you can receive 50% more on your Joy Radio commercial campaign. Connect with Joy Radio's growing network of GTA Christians and get 50% more for a limited time. Email sales at joyradio.ca to learn more. Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world. Today, I'm so happy to have my hubby Todd Stahl back on Soul H2O. It's his third time, but on episode 14, Life is a Journey to Your Destiny, Todd was on with author Colleen Coombs to discuss the children's Christmas book he illustrated for her. Next, Todd was on episode 28, Seasons of Growth in Adversity, with my daughter Shelby and my mentor, Peggy Kennedy, who had all experienced seasons of growth during the first wave of the COVID-19 pandemic. On today's episode, Todd is on by himself, so you'll get to know the artist, author, and firefighter on a more personal level and hear three reasons where 40 has been significant in his life. Todd, welcome back to Soul H2O. Wow. Thank you very much. That's quite the intro. Great to be here. <laughs> so, Hun, uh, some of the listeners, they might not know you. So I want them to get to hear kind of a little bit about you. Are you good with that? Yeah, sure. Sounds good. Okay. Well, you're a guy who wears a lot of different hats, to say the least. <laughs> and <laughs> each one is really important. So the one hat that you wear, as, and I think this is probably your favorite hat, but it's as an artist. Yeah, exactly. I would say it's borderline between the artist yeah. and the firefighter. 
The other hat that you wear, one of the many, but you know, another one we're going to talk about today is as an author. And so this is a big reason why you're on this episode 40 of Soul H2O discussing the significance of 40 in the Bible and how it can impact our lives. Um, so you have written 40 Days in the Man Cave. It's a devotional for men. And, you know, right in the title is the number 40, 40 mm-hmm. Days in the Man Cave. So like, come on, tell everyone, why is it called 40 Days in the Man Cave? Well, that is a pretty simple answer. There are 40 devotions in 40 days in the man cave. So why were you compelled to write these 40 devotions? I would, I would say I'm compelled um, to, uh, to write these devotions because I've always been a guy who enjoyed doing daily devotions. And the big thing is I, I saw the difference it made in my life and mm. I can see how it could make a difference in other guys' lives. So, yeah, when we were talking, I remember one time you said, well, why don't you write them down? Get them on mm-hmm. paper. And within about a week, I had 30 devotions already, like the titles and kind of the rough ideas of what I'd like to say and things that, you know, were important in my life and how they were meaningful in my life. And, you know, just simple things that I felt could make a huge difference in guys', guys lives, um, you know, obviously including God. Like many times in, in my book, I say, you know what? Go down in your man cave. Enjoy your time away, but bring God with you. Save, mm-hmm. save a spot on the couch for God. Yeah. And so staying on that 40 theme, you had at first done the 30 devotions. And I know that at one point it was difficult to get to 40, but there was this something in you where you kept saying you had to have 40 devotions. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's so true. So Todd, can you kind of just describe the difference that what you call going to the man cave has meant to you personally and what it can be for other guys? Yeah, sure. I mean, it's, it's a catchy saying, but it's also so vital because as I was doing this, you know, obviously uh, most guys love to go to their caves, but (laughs) in the, in the Bible, you can see that Jesus sometimes needed to go to his cave. He needed a breather. He needed to get away from his disciples. He, people sometimes drove him crazy too. And he, <laughs> and he needed to, you know, go up the mountain path and just get away and talk to God. And then what happens is he comes down the hill a better man. And that's what I found too. I thought that was really cool. Like that, that scripture in the Bible that talks about Jesus doing the same thing that we do as men. So that's why uh, I feel that, you know, the name man cave is so important to us. Yeah, it's so good. There are such great examples of men in the Bible. Like you said, Jesus, David, Elijah, so many guys taking that time in the cave. So there's these 40 devotions and there's all these 40 connections in your life. We're going to come back after the break and talk about two more of those 40 connections. I'm Todd Stahl and my music pick for Soul H2O Radio is Chainbreaker by one of the coolest guys in Christian music, Zach Williams. If you've been walking the same old road for miles and miles If you've been hearing the same old voice of 
the communities, churches, and businesses that we love were built on a foundation of perseverance and on the backs of those who worked together. Because when we work together, we all go further. Right now, for a limited time, Joy Radio Campaigns Go Further too. Call Patricia at 905-845-2821 and find out how you can receive 50% more on your Joy Radio commercial campaign. Connect with Joy Radio's growing network of GTA Christians and get 50% more for a limited time. Call 905-845-2821 to learn more. Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world. So we're back here on Soul H2O Radio discussing the significance of the number of 40 in Todd's life. And so you've heard of one significance of 40, and that was his book, 40 Days in the Man Cave, and how God directed him to, you know, include 40 devotions in his book. I get every guest to share their favorite Bible verse. So can you share with everyone what your favorite Bible verse is? Yeah, definitely. This this is one of my favorites, absolutely. So it's uh, Matthew 11, 28 to 30. And um, I like reading it out of the Message Bible because it does definitely sound like today's, you know, today's version. So it says, are you tired, worn out, burned out on religion? Come to me, get away with me and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me and watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythm of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. Mm-hmm. So he's talking about a time here about being weary, worn out. And this leads us right into the second, you know, significant 40 in your life. That it was a time when you were worn out probably the most at your 40th birthday. I can remember my 40th birthday and... Uh, it just, it, it stunk. Like <laughs> I was, uh, I was in a apartment that I didn't want to be in with my kids. So we had t- two bedrooms, which left me sleeping on a pullout couch every night. <laughs> and, um, you know, you can live with that. That's not the worst thing, but it's just the frustration and the difficulties and, and things that I was going through at that time in my life. And, um, you know, in a way, sure, now when things are better, you can look back on it and go, oh, maybe it wasn't that bad. But during that time, it was tough. And I can remember that night going home and thinking, man, it's nighttime. If that was supposed to be a big deal, 40, it stunk. But did that, you know, time when you're weary and worn out at 40, it kind of became a catalyst for you? Yeah, absolutely. And and that's the that's the beauty of the flip side to it is I think with God, like sometimes, yeah, you go through those things, but you just determine with him that he's going to help you and he's going to bring you through and he will. In the teaching segment, I talk about Moses in the backside of the desert and how God met him. And I think this is your kind of experience like Moses, where you're in that backside of the desert circumstance that really is horrible. But God met you and really kind of seeded the the book, 40 Days in the Man Cave, and also seeded your Bible study tool and tip that, you know, every guest shares. Um, something came out of all of the book 
and all of that was the take the 40 day challenge. That's right. Yeah. So the a program that you and I came up with, you know, we've had, I don't know how many hundreds or thousands of people go through and take 40 day challenges through our books. People all around the world can take a 40 day challenge. It's just like a, a really creative way to spice up your, you know, your devotional life, not doing devotions the same way. And so Todd, how can people take a challenge? Well, people can take the challenge by, you know, buying one of our books. And then once you have the book, you can go on our website, take the 40 day challenge.com and sign up. And then uh, you'll start receiving emails immediately for the next 40 days. And they're just short emails that uh, kind of encouraging and they go hand in hand with that day's devotion. And just a great way to make your devotional time a little bit more exciting. So Todd, mm. thanks for being on, talking about your connections with 40 and the significance it's been in your life. And thanks for being here. Well, thanks for having me again for third time's a charm. <laughs> I challenge you to set aside 40 days to spend a little more committed time with God. You can take a 40-day challenge using our books or however you want to. There's no right or wrong way, but I can guarantee you won't regret it. I don't know if you'll be shining like Moses at the end, but I believe people will see a difference on your face. It's impossible to spend any real time with God and not be changed for the better. Thanks for listening to episode 40. I hope it helps you to start noticing more acutely the seasons God has you in, just like Moses. Remember to check out today's show notes at soulh2o.com slash 40 for deeper insights, links to Todd's information, along with information about our Take the 40 Day Challenge programs and a list of 10 seasons of 40 mentioned in the Bible. We appreciate your support to help Soul H2O Ministries continue and want to thank all of you who partner with us in making this Joy Radio show a reality so people can come and get refreshed. Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world.